All right, push it. Hey. Hello, hello. Welcome, hey, everybody. everybody. Welcome to UOS. I'm packing our shit with Fee and K Jr. And K Jr. I'm Fee. And that's K. You know, we got to do stuff off the cuff sometimes, you know, keep it. We need a theme song. That would be lit. Maybe that could be the next step. Let's look at it. We need a really cool theme song. Mm-hmm. All right. With Fee Perkable. and K. So this is a part of the shadow series. We're going to be talking about how to identify the shadow. And um, mm-hmm. um, specifically, it was more so towards people that come to me and say like, okay, they want, they need help writing their story or telling their story. And I feel like a lot of that has to do with the shadow because more often than not, there's some type of resistance or some some hesitancy, I think that's the word, with sharing the story because it's parts of their stories that they're ashamed of. So I'm just, you know, tying all that right. into each, you know what I mean? So it's like mm-hmm. more so help. I want to write and tell my story. I just don't know where to start. Bam. So a good place to start is to be really identifying like the shadows and stuff. So in the first series, I talked about um, what the shadow is and just real like briefly, it's just those parts of ourselves that we tuck away, hide away, um, that we're ashamed of, feel guilty about. We were told that's bad. So you just it just runs the gambit. So you can, I'm sure you can come mm-hmm. up with some stuff that when you were brought up. I'm sure everybody can, man. You know what I mean? Like when you were brought up somebody said hey you can't do you know do xyz and then you find out like oh well i'm doing xyz and i actually i mean i think it's okay but culturally mm-hmm. societally because you'll notice the theme of the show we always talk about things culturally um and as you know societally what people deem to be wrong or bad and that kind of thing so it's mm-hmm. the parts of us that we hide we tuck away but it really doesn't go anywhere we think that it does but it doesn't, it comes out in other ways. So it comes up physiologically, which we talked about that before too. Mm-hmm. So once we tuck it away, hide it, then it causes us to feel certain ways about ourselves. We internalize those things that we are, we feel that we are tucking away. So then it shows up and you become depressed. And then that festers into, you know what I'm saying? migraines headaches body aches it just starts showing up in other areas of our life so I just wanted to talk about how to pretty much share your story know when it's time to tell your story and Mm -hmm. just to make it easy so that you're not feeling so like so stressed because I know when people come to me they're like I have a story I want to share um I've been through a lot but I feel like I want to be free because that's a, another big part. We, we want to feel free of this burden of either keeping these secrets, these mm-hmm. family secrets, these just secrets, period. There's, it's weighing on me. We, we get to a point in our lives where we're just like, this is heavy. We feel like we understand mm-hmm. Erica Badu's song, For Real, For Real, Bag Lady, what that meant, what that means. So, um, so one of the ways I would say is to like listen 
to your intuition. I know people don't want to get all like woo-woo spiritual up in here. So I'm more woo-woo spiritual than I am religious, but we know we'll talk about religious religion too, because we know how that ties into mm-hmm. everything. You know what I'm saying? Beliefs, values, and stuff that keeps us stuck and whatever. We ain't about to go that deep right now, but <laughs> listen to your intuition because we're all you know equipped with it. And we want to think of it like, um, I think it's hard for people to really listen to their intuition because we've been told to only listen to things that are like kind of like factual or tangible. Do you know what I mean? Like we can't say, oh, yeah. we got a gut, gut feeling and go by it because sometimes that shit could be wrong. And then somebody- yeah, you like, know, no. That's a, sometimes it's not even like factual. Sometimes it's just, well, this is what so-and-so has always done or so-and-so has always told me. So they just figure it's right and they just don't ever question. Oh, it's, look. That's weird. Ain't it? That's suspicious. Right. Cardi. Oh. <laughs> suspicious. That part, right. So mm-hmm. we tend to not listen to, a, excuse me, our intuition because of what we've been told about it and we just kind of just like mm. but mm-hmm. as you grow and more and more like you start nurturing it you'll see that at some point it really can be it will use the, the accuracy can be much greater once oh hold on i got notifications going on hold on. what the what the what the notifications you home people want to pick up stuff it's like no that's not the i digress i have a whole calendar and i schedule stuff out right you already know this right strategic don't don't reach out to me 45 minutes earlier than when you said you was gonna be here because i got stuff set remember oh, we don't talking do about that, that? Don't, don't, okay. be that early. don't be don't be that no it's like you at home no you said you was coming at five okay i digress so listen to your intuition because it speaks to us. It speaks to us in yells and whispers and signs. Mm-hmm. All of, you know what I mean? So if something is telling you, if even if, through people, people are telling you, oh, you, you know, you really been through a lot. You should share your story that can help the next person. Or you sitting there, you know, sitting with yourself and you hear like a voice that's just like, I really need to get this out. Listen to that. So that's one of the ways. Listen to what your intuition is telling you. Another mm-hmm. way is to um, only share what's really like changed you or what's tra- what transformed you. So when people think about sharing their story, it could be overwhelming because people think that they got to tell their, they got to tell an autobiography. And that's just, an, that's an account of your story from birth to the present. Most often right. not, people don't want to hear all of that unless you Michelle Obama. I said this before in like one of my uh, videos, somebody really got offended. I'm like, don't nobody want to hear your whole life. That's, that's well, I mean, your entire, unless, I mean, unless, you got to keep it specific to what, you know, you're trying to get across what you're trying to get across. Yeah. So now, unless your birth, you know, from birth through all through middle school, junior high school, high school is going to connect to the relevancy of your story, then that's mm-hmm. most often not people don't want to hear that is what I'm, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like nobody wants to hear that, but speak on what it is that what that happened that transformed your life like if you went through an abusive relationship and used to be 
dragged, you know, dragged around town or something and you, you know what I'm you survived and now you left the relationship and blah, blah. that's something that's transformed you. And now you can speak and tell that message. So, mm-hmm. so that you don't feel so overwhelmed. It's like, think about why you want to tell this, you know, tell that story. And also, um, like tying that into the shadow and the shame behind that because most often not people want to share stories that have to do with them being like molested you know raped violated in some way and it's some Mm -hmm. some shame and stigma behind that so just getting into the to the reasons on why you feel like there's like shame Mm -hmm. or you know behind that those are like the shadow parts of ourselves because we start we internalize or we we make make ourselves believe a certain story as to okay this happened to me so you know what i'm saying fill in the blank xyz mm-hmm. so this is me talking about those are shadow aspects that need to be brought to the to the forefront because there's power in looking at our shadows and seeing what those stories have to tell us as opposed to using those stories to make ourselves feel bad or to um, see ourselves in a not so great light, use those stories to say, what lessons can I draw from this? What is did, what, why did this happen? As opposed to, let me see. I'm trying to think of that way to, to shift it from the victim mindset of why is this happening to me? As opposed to what is this here to teach me? Or why did this what is this? Why did this happen to me? As far as to, as far as like, what is it here to teach me? Mm-hmm. What can I convey to other, you know, to help other people? Because at the end of the day, we're all here to just to be of service. So we can't yeah. keep those stories. Those stories do not belong to us. Somebody mm-hmm. said that to me recently, like, well, he believes that to a degree that our stories. To a degree, to I get that. I get that. Yeah, he was like, um, and I. I feel like the stories don't belong to us and it not necessarily has to be on like a have to be shared on like a huge platform like writing a book about it he said that it can be as smaller scale with somebody coming to share the story with you and that's their way of getting the story out and they because people mm-hmm. come to me to get the story out not necessarily always in books but when I write them in like in my films and things like that the message is getting out and that was their way of sharing it. Do you know what I mean? So there are different mediums to get the story out. But at the end of the day, the, st- the story still needs to get out. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, Can I ask you something? Yep. Do you ever wonder what it felt like with all our, our elders, especially our elder women, to leave this life still holding on to those secrets and to those, like, and to that shame? Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, what I think about is what, because I, I don't feel that goes away after you go. Right. I feel like I'm of the mindset that you, you at some level, even after you leave this existence, you still have to atone for your Stuff life, you left, whether that be left, good yeah. or bad. Yep. Yeah. I and I always that. wonder if holding holding so much of you know their shadow parts of themselves and withholding so much of that is partly what is carrying all of these generational, generational stuff yep 
I, I, yep. They just go from from one branch to the other and the family tree just snapping them off one by one because, you know, nobody won't just, doesn't want to just drop it. They're just trying to hold on to this shit. And their branches keep fucking snapping because they're not meant to hold all that shit. Absolutely. Bag lady. It's the, it's the exactly. Or if you want to put it in the term of a fruit, that's like a, a fruit tree trying to hold on to its piece of fruit all year. Right. You got to drop yes. that shit. Yes. Because when we like our, our bodies are just, it's just that it's just a, what do we call it? A shell. Let's say like a, a vessel. Right. So uh, when we, when we die and leave this earthly plane, our spirits comes out of it and still all the particles are still just like, hey, party somewhere else. Hey, party. Our shadows fall. Somewhere else. It's somewhere else. Hey, oh, let's go to my great niece. Let's go to my cousin. Yeah. Let's go to my whoever's still quote unquote alive here on this earthly plane. So yes, then it becomes the responsibility of uh, like me and you at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Atoning for our ancestors the stuff that they carry with them to the grave which is why our our jobs here are to leave no stone unturned i've made a post on facebook just the other day like i'm not about to leave no stone stones unturned we are here to really do to be of service not doing so is we're being you know it's a disservice so we need to find out quickly what is our purpose fulfill that purpose and get out here and go about living it Right our wrongs, do you know, do as much as we can for real. Address That's the shadow, basically. Address that bitch. <laughs> yep. All of it. All the things that we consider bad, deem bad, look at face it head on and just be like, hey, all right, mm-hmm. it's me and you. Okay. Whatever changes you need to make or want to make, do that. But don't continue carrying that on because it's causing so many other issues. So yes, address that bitch. That's Basically. it. Because we got our stuff and then we got our generation stuff. That's why, why we come into the world so fucking burdened. Just it because is. we black, it's like shit. We got, we got so got much. No baggage and great grandma yep, baggage. Sure and do. All of them niggas baggage. All shit. of them. And guess what? And then here we are. We unpacking all this luggage like we at the airport. We unpacking all that stuff. Unpacking. All of the airports, ba- luggage, baggage, all of that. Baggage For plane. Real. Baggage plane. We-, <laughs> we are. This is and that's this is true. our this is our this is us doing our part for real. With the and that's why We're sorting through everybody's baggage, putting it on the line, like okay, this yo's I'm wrong, that's yours, Auntie Carla, come here. You go. Shit. Here you go. This ain't mine. Look, taking off. Here you go. Look. Mm-hmm. There you go. Listen, us black children retired coming into this world looking like we don't been here before. Okay. <laughs> we tired. We tired. But for real, that's what we do. That's why we call this unpacking. You hear, you see the whole the parallelism and the play on mm-hmm. words and all that. That's for real. Because we are literally unpacking. Mm-hmm. That shadow so. shit has it. it and I remember when we were talking about the last one, about the first one, uh, about how not everything in the shadow is bad. It's not. It's some, there's some positive things in the shadow that we took away too because we don't want to look a certain way. We can, we can go on for days talking about the shadow. But we, t- <clears throat> we took away some good things about us too. Like, let's say for instance, um, how we're taught to 
really not brag about our brag on ourselves or brag on ourselves brag about ourselves because it right. makes us look like we're conceited or better than so we tend to not really cheer ourselves on or pat ourselves on the back because that could be looked upon a certain way like oh we think we're better you know than that person or we mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying yeah as crazy as that sounds but so so think about it we don't really oh girl i look good it's like oh that bitch conceited or she's you know what i mean mm-hmm. all of that and that could be a shadow too so then we took that part away which is a good thing and so we don't want to we dim our own light even though that's a good a thing, I think that builds confidence and all that kind of stuff and when we dim that light guess what then we we shrink ourselves we're shrinking mm-hmm. ourselves because we don't want to be looked at in a certain way or is it it's yes yeah, it's, it's a bunch of stuff on the on positive it's, yeah. as well but I'm, I'm mostly talking about negative shadows mm-hmm. because that that be the things that we really really we have all this luggage on because it's like yeah i'm not mm-hmm. good enough or i'm not pretty enough or this person left me so it gotta be because i'm not thin enough or, we got a whole lot of negative shadows but yeah but at the end of the day we got a whole mm-hmm. lot of unpacking to do so we just need to you know decipher which ones sift through the ones that have like transfer i'm like this is for you know if you want to go out here to tell your story just you know where to like to start to sift through the ones that have like changed your life the the triumphs the stuff that you went through that changed your life so mm-hmm. i'm looking at my list so our stories don't belong to us i said that already so, and I said, another way to know how to know which stories to tell is like make a list of all of your, everything that you've been through as far as the, the joys, the triumphs, um, the not so pleasant things and go through each one and write down what the lessons were. Mm-hmm. So I know some people probably feel like that's a lot of work, but it's for mm-hmm. real, very necessary when you write the stuff down and see it. Yeah. See, I'm big on journaling because I've been keeping a journal since I was 14. So it's like mm-hmm. second nature for me. Write down everything that you've gone through that has impacted your life in some way mm-hmm. to break it down. Do you know what I mean? So I like, for instance, like my list, I'm not going to get my whole list, but for instance, I will write stuff like going back to being violated by an uncle when I was like eight. Right, I'll write that down. And then I'll write down how, like, I lost my virginity at 11. Whole nother story, right? Mm-hmm. Then how I got pregnant at 14 and then had an abortion at 15 and got pregnant again at 17. You know what I mean? So these things. And so I write all of these things down when I had my daughter, my first daughter, and the relationships I went through, blah, blah, blah. And you look, you take... You write down what you think that those, why those things happen. Instead of saying, oh, I'm not good enough or this, whatever we tell ourselves. Mm-hmm. Those things happen. Write down positive things on why you believe that that happened. Try your best to think of. And then look at the themes. So when I look at my list, mine consists a lot of about sex, heartbreak, and how I was in and out of relationships. That's the the legit backdrop of mm-hmm. my entire life. So it's like, yes, everything you know, everything wasn't all bad. But even when things were like all great and all that good stuff, mm-hmm. there was always something entrenched with sex, heartbreak, and me jumping in and out of relationships. So I it had was to that get to tone of the shadow. 
Right. So I looked at it like the certain relationships that I got in was a, a direct reflection on how I looked at myself. And so the energy that I was emitting out there was attracting certain type of people because um, looking at it more deeply, I had these abandonment and trust issues. Do you see what I'm saying? So when you mm-hmm. write, when you start writing stuff down and start looking at it and then you see the patterns and, and again, like the themes, then I started asking myself like, why, why in all the relationships, similar things happen? Why is it that I'm attracting this type of person and it mm-hmm. doesn't matter who it is, the same damn thing is happening. So I just realized that a part of me, since I've had these abandonment issues, like like I say in all of these, pretty much all of my stories, I mean, in my videos, because that's my story, that I was suffering from abandonment issues because I had an emotionally unavailable mother, but a physically unavailable father, which at the end of the day, they both were unavailable to some degree. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it just left me with these, um, with a huge emotional image. I had emotional immaturity issues because it's like, I don't know what the, you know what I mean? Nobody was pouring into me emotionally. So mm-hmm. for my you whole life, give that back. exactly. So I started showing up in that way. So I became the one that was attracting emotionally unavailable people because I was not emotionally available. So I was busting up on folks and kicking folks to the curb and because I didn't know how to show up. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when I started breaking that down, like as opposed to just saying like, oh my God, why is this happening to me? Why is everybody full of shit, shit and sorry? And it's just like, dude, you ain't even available for these folks. Not for real. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I started showing up in the, <coughs> excuse me, in the, in the way that I knew how. And so I was using my body. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm talking about. People just, I'm going I'm to have to pause it. Hold on one second. Mm-hmm. So yeah, since, because we all have to find ways to release this, this energy, you know what I mean? So I was using my body as a means to get out all of this stuff. So that mm-hmm. was in my sh- in my shadow because we all know. Well, I ain't gonna say we all know, but since we're doing stuff for like for the culture, so like for the most part, we know how sex is looked. How sex is looked at. So that became a part of my my shadow. So I had shame around sex. I had shame around like my sexuality. I had shame around um, the number of partners. What's that like your number or whatever? So I had shame around all of that. So when I looked at all of my, my story and to see the, the common thread it was that those things I said the sex the heartbreak and the, and in and out of relationships but after doing like the shadow work and doing exercises I was just saying that you know everybody else should do to get a better understanding of the story and what it's here to like teach um then we'll have a better understanding of the, the stories that we we can share and the reason why those things happen. Do you know what I mean? If that does that make mm-hmm. sense? I do. I think the better you understand yourself in your shadow and all that and, and, and all the good, bad, and ugly, I think you just become better in a lot of ways. I think you become a better leader, you become a better sure. parent. Because I think when you deep dive into yourself, you just 
become not just at peace with who you are, but you become a more empathetic person. Period. Yes. That's, that was, that's a good point. Yeah. I never thought that is, is anger. Uh, one part of my shadow was anger and rage, you know, a lot of repressed anger. Mm-hmm. And I was, I never thought that I would get to the point now where I would have more forgiveness. I'm shocked that I had the forgiveness that I do because I was so angry. Right. Cause but you got to the, the root of why time, you were angry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I knew exactly why I was angry. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't cope with it very well because I had always been told to, you know, keep those emotions, you know, locked up tight, you know, keep it to yourself, you know, don't have people looking at, you, you know, it was, you know, a lot of it was, you know, how people perceive you, you know, and people are going to see you this way. And it's yep. just shaming you back into the shadow, you know, when you want to talk about stuff, but you keep getting shamed back into the silence and back into Ooh, the shadow. I like that. Being shamed back into the shadow. That's how You know what I'm saying? So when you yeah. start dealing with that, you do become a bit more empathetic and then a bit more forgiving, but you become forgiving with boundaries. Absolutely. And I think that's, that's, something, too. that's something that culturally we need to really, really work on is forgiveness boundaries. with boundaries. Yes. That's something we can talk about in our, our parents Let's don't do it. understand. Let's I'll do tell it. you how much parents don't understand motherfucking boundaries. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about yeah, today, yes. But yep, we're going to talk about boundaries yeah, you get and sh- about compassion as well. Because once you start mm-hmm. healing, then you you have compassion as to why you start understanding why mm-hmm. this person behaved in this way. And then you start saying, oh, then that the compassion part comes from, you know, un- understanding. understanding. And then you for, then you forgive. You ultimately forgive because you now you're compassionate as opposed to looking at it from a particular perspective. Mm-hmm. Like you know, no, you should have did this, and it's like no, but taking into consideration why or what this person taking consideration mm-hmm. of the other person's story. That's how I look at everything. What's that person's backstory? Right. You can't understand where somebody comes from until you know where they're coming from. That's how. And I it's not it. justifying anything they do. Nope. It's under understanding the behavior and just because you forgive somebody you don't gotta fuck with them no more that part you know yeah not always say it's not a um, it's not an excuse it's just an explanation that's how i look at yeah it. basically it's like okay i see why you did that because you know you xyz yada 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 okay i see you still My fucked son, up right. and i don't fuck with you exactly but i, see. But I still get <laughs> it right it helps with your healing and your moving on as well mm-hmm. yeah. and that's the boundary i ain't messing with you no more like no thanks but no thanks so yeah once you i'm telling you shadow work is fun yeah once you get past the the rough it's rough it's not easy work shadow work is not easy nope but it's beautiful when you if you really if you're really serious about getting to for real the other side serious about having a certain level of freedom or a certain level of happiness because there's a certain level of all of that on that side but you got to get through all of that that, like you said that hardship and it's not it's not easy you and it's and it's never ending at that it's not like you're going to go through this and be like okay oh that was good while I last all right no you're going to constantly go through it you're going to constantly have to revisit certain things and you're going to constantly be uh, confronted with different triggers that you didn't even know about you will go Mm -hmm. outside one day you're like oh why am I feeling that? And that's another way to know about the shadow. Whatever triggers you, whatever makes you angry, as well as things that make you happy. 
But since yeah. we like to work on the, the, the bad stuff, we're going to quote unquote bad. I'm using the word that loosely. And that's why I'm using air quotes. So whatever triggers you, you have to act. That's what you need to sit with that. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And that, a lot of people have a hard time with that. That's why they run yeah. through the shadows. They don't want to, they don't want to deal with that. They're, it's yeah. scary. And I get it. The shadows are scary. It's, you know, yeah. you don't know what's like, in legit. there. It's, yeah. Unless you do know it's in there. And that's why you shove that motherfucker in there in the first place. So you don't have to see it. Mm-hmm. But it's still there, still, you know, lurking. It don't go still nowhere. Still there lurking. Still there hovering like this. Yeah. Boo, you know. <laughs> just still like... <laughs> you, just no matter how much, yeah. fuck with you. Yep. So I like, I like the shadow. I appreciate the shadow work because it helps, like you say, it helps you with, with the whole self-awareness, self-growth, the evolution, mm-hmm. you know, the evolutionary process of you be, as a person, it, it'll help you understand a, ho- a lot about yourself once you mm-hmm. get to why this is here. Why, who put this here? Why is this here? Why do I feel this way about, you have to question all of that. Who told me this was bad? Why is it bad? Um, why are they it telling me that it's bad? And all of that. And a lot of stuff we get, again, traditionally, from and culturally religions a lot of us brought up in religious households i wasn't but i know a lot of people that was so then we take that on <clears throat> superstitions stuff that's crazy and we'd be like who's sit- step on a crack breaking mama's back and we sit up here avoiding all the damn cracks on the ground sitting up here doing listen i did that shit into adulthood <laughs> i just just came off the cuff but for real that's how we take things in life we're just like no mm-hmm. my mama said this my grandma said this my auntie don't do and we're just like, why? See, I've always been that one that's like, why? I've mm. always been that way. Now, in the, just because it's been that, you know, been done that way doesn't mean it's right. I've always yeah. been that's, that kid. I've always been that kid. That's a hard thing kid. for this, uh, for older generations to understand. Not yes. everything was right. And it's okay no. to say that out loud. Out loud. That's so we can I mean. fix it. And here we are unpacking stuff that, oh, grandma said that we don't, why don't we do that? who's who like what's gonna happen if you know what i'm saying like then somebody's gonna find out somebody fucked up that's that's because everybody have this you know trying to keep up with this like facade everybody's worried about image and how things look yes and then here we are working on the outside and all our insides are jacked up Mm -hmm. you know sometimes no matter how much we dress up motherfuckers can still see your shadow even if you don't want to see it a lot of people don't Yep. Other people see that shit. That's how they yep. know how to fuck with you. Listen. Yep. I was I learned early on, like I, I was about 10. Prior, no, I'll say 10 because that's when I moved back here from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And with my grandmother, because now she's 90. But my grandmother was was mean. I she was mean. Everybody thought she was mean. But she always she was sharp. She dressed nice, uh, you know, nice house, always had nice cars. All of that. So I looked up to her. I, I just was like, I'm gonna grow up and I'm gonna be, I'm gonna dress nice. All that. So I have a lot of my grandmother ways. Whereas mm-hmm. I looked at my mom. Um, my mom didn't really. Um, she didn't really have that much ambition. I feel you know something kind of like stifled her. But she was beautiful. So she dressed nice. On you know outward, her outsides were great. Not saying that she was horrible inside, but she just had. Um, her light was dim. You know what I mean. So mm-hmm. I realized that my family was more focused on the appearance you had you know nice clothes it didn't have to be designer clothes but it was about the appearance so 
my grandmother up until she, you know, cause she doesn't, she's going through, I think like Alzheimer's, but up until maybe I say like two or three years ago, my grandmother was kind of like the one that you would go into the house and you would know pretty much where you stood. If you, if you were popping or you're not. So she would, mm-hmm. she would look at you quickly up, down hair. Your hair looks nice. Your outfit's nice. Your shoes. Or she would talk about your hair, clothes, shoes, and your weight. Mm. All like that. All my life. So I didn't never own. I never needed to own a scale because my grandmother was the one that would be like, "You're gaining weight. You're losing weight. You look. Do you hear what I'm saying? So imagine. Yeah, you know we what got I mean? to say, yeah, they got to stop got, doing that shit. We got to stop making that shit okay. Let me. I'm just telling you. This is why we're we're doing this series. Because I never realized how that was affecting me all of my my life. Because I'm I'm worried about the out. So my insides were all jacked up. I just was a a horrible ass individual out here in and out relationships, slicing and dicing folks with, with my tongue, not you know what I'm saying cussing folks out, not being you know authentic, just being out here just a whole ass mess. Nobody telling me like no. You have to come off this. You know what I'm saying. Do this. You can't. You attract mm-hmm. more. More flies with honey, you know that kind of stuff. Bees with honey, whatever was the saying is. But just saying that we do these things, we work, we're too busy like working on the outer stuff and not really, really focusing on making sure our insides are right. Because we we're doing we're following on with the generational stuff. So my grandmother, that's what it was about. You have to look nice, be pretty, get your hair. Oh, that's another thing. You get your hair done. I was mm-hmm. getting my hair done since forever. You you're not about to be go out this house looking all no kind of way. Even if you put a ponytail in, never your leave head, the house looking crazy. This ponytail gonna be the best ponytail you ever had in your life. You are gonna slick this thing back nice. So just really just just that. But we're not dealing with other stuff. We're not dealing with stuff that bothered us as as a child or somebody that touched us when we were a child or this heartbreak from, you know what I mean? And we just start, we just stuff this stuff down. And then now we're adults not knowing how to pretty much show up because now Mm -hmm. we got responsibilities and we got to go out here and make some money and take care of this house. So now I want to, I'm not going to, I want to want to be a singer, Mm -hmm. but we know that being a singer, you know, they ain't going to pay no bills. So I'm about to be out here just, working this night mm-hmm. it's just a whole same cycle over and over and over but, so yeah um, when i realized that going through the, the shadow and writing down the stuff my thing was you know what i mentioned earlier and now going forward i use that to do things like this to share stories to share like tips and stuff on how to help get through you know to get through certain things and not feel bad about my story. So the umbrella to all of this is not feeling bad about your story. So which is why I write books, which is why I make films. And I really brought it down to I've ex- what I do is create and curate content for the culture. Pretty much. I like that. That's what I do. I like it too. It came to me just today. That's what I do. So this That's the only thing we, I want to do is create, this, you know. Oh. Art this is what we doing. That's what we doing for the culture. The culture that's what we doing. That's what you're doing. Everybody else does it so fucking poorly. We <laughs> might as well do it ourselves. So I'm not funny. gonna depend on anybody else to fuck it up. 
doing it. So this is what we're doing. This is our contribution to the culture. This mm-hmm. is what we were tasked here to do. One of the things that we're tasked here to do, which is a huge yeah. thing because we're doing this for, it's like for the collective. That's what we, we have this energetic pull to come to you and tell stories and share why and to help us be more compassionate and forgiving for our ancestors and how we can change. That's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So that's why. So that's why. Um, so once you do that, you break down and write down the lessons and the themes and pull from it and ask yourself once you do that, if you were to teach a class, what would that class be about? Based on mm. the theme. Do you know what I mean? Because you're going to see a theme, you're going to see patterns in that. I can almost guarantee you. It's not going to be like 20 um, isolated things. No, you're going to see a theme if you write down all of the joys and triumphs, the, mm-hmm. you know, the heartache. So the, what the theme. So I did the, I did the, um, what are we calling that? The assignment. So I wrote down the stuff. I asked myself, what can I learn from this? I actually wrote down like I'm a list of my, I call them purpose partners. Is that what I call them? I need that. So everybody that I've actually had sex with, I wrote down because I could keep, and there are some people that really don't even know they've lost track and you can't judge people by their number. That's, that's them. But since I'm a writer, I write down everything. So I know all of my partners, I know all of my partners. So I actually went through my list and actually sat down and said what did this person teach me what was the purpose of this interaction do you see what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and you'll be amazed on what you can you know pull from that what you can glean from that because not any nothing is wasted nothing is a waste of time as much as we feel like we've been like we've been in relationships and we just like that shit was trash it was a waste of time it actually wasn't you learn something from it it served a purpose. So once I did that, I said, if I were to teach a class, my class would be how to help women. And this is what I sent to you earlier, mm-hmm. or it was probably yesterday. How to help women rewrite the narratives of their sex stories. Mm. So no longer ashamed of my sex stories. No longer ashamed of the fact that I like sex. And that was a hard thing to get over. A hard thing for a lot of women to get over because we're, mm-hmm. we're shamed into, because that was in a part we're of the We're shamed into, you know, not wanting sex like that. But we're also shamed for, oh, well, you not, must not have been fucking him right because he's fucking some other bitch. Oh, yeah. We're also shamed for not being sexual enough to keep a man. So it's like- We're shamed on every end, right? <laughs> what? What? What y'all want here? Did you say the fuck do y'all want? You are right. We take all of we got all we got all the bags, okay? We hope we carrying all those bags, right? We back to the bags and unpacking, right? For real. Mm-hmm. hmm Like for real. That's that's le- that's legit. That was you a good damn point. Too much woman and, and then turn around being shamed for not being not enough. being enough woman. Say that shit again. Shit. Be better niggas. That's what I <laughs> that's what needs to happen. Let be me who? stop. Let me stop. I love you, you brother. You, know, you said I be who? One, no. What you say? I missed nah, what you say. Be not what? Not a bash. No. What did you say? Fucking, you know. K Jr. Let me stop. We'll save that for another time. 
We uh, gonna we could save it, but what is it that what was the statement that you made though? You said be what niggas? Better. Oh, be better niggas. You said be better niggas. Yeah, no, you be can't a better say nigga. That. Be a real nigga. Don't be a bum nigga. Like, you can't say because everybody not bad. Right. We can't. You can't say that. I love real niggas. I love good niggas. I just can't stand no dumb nigga. I'm saying. Who? And that's that on that. Like for real. Definitely we got her. Please write that down. Please. I, I know you got your little please so we can circle back around and talk about that in a later, later segment. But for real. That that's what I would that's how you would know, like, okay, what that's a good way, I say. I think to say what story can you tell? So that you're not telling your whole entire life story if you Business. don't want to. Right. Right. And you don't know, um, and also. Once you do that, there's a liberation that comes with that. You feel a certain freedom like, oh, okay. So this all was for a purpose. This is not for me to just sit here and wallow and feel bad. Or It's actually, you'll see how all of those things tie in together. So I was re- I'm really here to learn how to um, be kinder, have more compassion because I was operating from a space that I, I, I wasn't. I was out here really being a whole dude out here. And this is me using it loosely. And again, if y'all have watched our show before, Kay Jr. and I, we take our, we're serious about the topics, but we don't take life too seriously. We, 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 you don't can, lie, because you were for real, though. Play a lot. You know what I'm saying? But the, the content is, is serious. We have like these ir- irreverent personalities, which, so that's why I'm just saying, like, we, we really, we, we do mean well. <laughs> Even though we're like, we're we laughing. But <laughs> what, well, I said that for a reason. Why did I say? Oh, I was saying about the whole um the shame around sex and the in the story. It was another reason mm-hmm. why I said that though. On getting to You're that. talking about, you know, compassion and uh, forgiveness and joy. Because I wasn't doing that at first, right? I wasn't doing it. So it helped me to better be able to say, okay, once I was able to come from a place of compassion, understanding, and really get to the core of my story, get the counseling and therapy that I needed, it's like, you need to heal. So once you do all of that, then I was able to say, okay, I can share these stories about how to change the narrative behind our sexual stories mm-hmm. and just not be ashamed of it, not be ashamed. So it's really more so about owning your story, not be ashamed of your, not being ashamed of who you are and not being ashamed of your story because then that ultimately frees you. So nobody can throw nothing up in your face. Nobody can sit there and say X, Y, Z. She a hoe, she's whatever. Those things, those things that were once like triggers for me. So again, pay attention to your surroundings pay attention mm-hmm. to those that you spend the most time with what irritates you about those people what irritates you about what some certain things that people say to you what irritates you those are triggers and that's when you can start how you can start your shadow work if that makes sense yes it does doesn't make sense because i was trying to break it down simplistically all the books that i re- i've read about shadow because there's a ton of stuff on shadow but i, I can get lost in it so I absolutely don't mind it, but I wanted to bring it to everyone in the simplest 
compound to get people started on the on the road to the shadow work. Mm-hmm. So that's it. I felt like that was good. Really story. I think I I liked it. I like it. I hope y'all liked it too. I enjoyed myself. I <laughs> right. Hope y'all learned something. I hope y'all was right. taking notes and writing things down. Mm-hmm. That's 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 what I got for this. This is the last. This is the last of the segment. We're gonna, but I, I'm gonna tell y'all this though. I'm gonna always talk about the shadow because everything is always about the shadow. Because when it, Cause if it's anything always is coming, lurking, it's always lurking. Anything that has to do with healing and growth, mm-hmm. I'm always gonna go to the shadow. So I had to give y'all this as a what's this? That's the second. This the second episode mm-hmm. in this. Yeah. So that you will you will be prepared because I'm going to always talk about it. So this is the, right. it's like a precursor of sorts because you're going to, you're going to see how everything connects to that. When we always talk about this, the generational stuff, mm-hmm. all of that is in the back. All of that is hidden. And all that is, is just shadow work. Yeah. The stuff that our ancestors didn't do. We got And we're going to touch on that in the parent series too. That's coming up next. About because you know when parents don't deal with your shadows, your children will. Hello, hello. See how we always gonna talk about shadow. It's got fun, fun, fun. So y'all might as well just go on and address it. It's never I, ending. Mine as well. So I'm gonna just do a recap before we end. So, all right. The way to find it is to like listen to your intuition. Only share those things that have like you know transformed you or changed you. This is for those who want who wants to share their story, and also for those who want to know how to go into the shadow how to find their shadow so it's like a twofold but all still connected so listen to your intuition only share what's like changed or transformed you otherwise it could come off as if like you're venting or bashing mm-hmm. or complain complain that's how you know the difference so projecting yeah that's a whole nother story we know how much we project i work on projection all the time because i'm steady projecting my stuff like that was me you i know. wouldn't do that we project all the time <laughs> 80% of parenting is projecting. That's what I've learned. Yep. Because back in my day, like my daughter be like, I'm not you. Because yeah. we look. Woo! Yeah, we don't talk about that. Mm-hmm. I'm not you. Because back in my day, when my mama used to leave, I used to have a boy coming in the back door. And so my daughter be like, I ain't you. I'm just saying though. That's why. Okay. So, <laughs> okay, again, only share the what's changed or transform you. Our stories do not belong to us and make a list of your joys, triumphs, the things that's not so pleasant, everything that you've gone through and write down the lessons of each one and see if you see a theme. So that's how you can kind of gauge on how to know how to, you know, what stories to share about yourself and how to actually start the shadow process. Which is important. It is. It's very important. You can't heal without knowing what's lurking and around in you your shadows. You cannot heal unless, until you know. So you know what, what it is that's triggering you. So you know like what's angering you. So you know what's making you sad. So you know why you keep attracting unavailable dudes. Why you're attracting mm-hmm. abusive people. Why you're, All of that, you have to see and look at yourself. And that's the thing that we don't do. We keep, we'll say, oh, that person was no good. That person was this. And it's like at some point, it's like, um, you're the common denominator. So, yep. Fix it. I'm gonna do some motherfucking fractions. Figure it out. It's a fraction. 
So All yes, right, y'all. This has been the Shadow Work series with Fee and Kane Jr., led by Fee Hollins. Thank you so much for joining us. Come back again every Sunday noon. Check us out. Next in the series, uh, we have uh, Parents Just Didn't Understand, where we talk about the parent-child dynamic. We got into a little bit of it here. We're going to expound on it. Yes. In a couple weeks. So just keep an eye out for that. That's going to be interesting. It is. Thank y'all for coming to, listening to, watching, because at some point we're going to be extracting this and it's going to be a podcast. So thanks for coming to listen to, watch, however you're getting this information. Thanks for coming Mm -hmm. to Unpacking Our Shit, which is UOS for short. And I feel like we need to throw out our social media handles. Yes. Yes. Uh, follow us on YouTube, uh, UOS Live. You can follow us on Facebook, uh, slash Unpacking Our Ish, spelled I-S-H, because, you know, Facebook has rules. You can follow us on Instagram yeah. uh, at UOS underscore with Fee and K Jr. on Instagram. Uh, you can check us out individually. You can check Fee Hollins out at Fiat Hollins. On Instagram, you can check her out on Facebook. You can also check out In Her Lens Media, which is also on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, you can check me out on Instagram. It's Junior underscore 1981. I really have to remember that shit because I'm old and I'm forgetful. Uh, you can also check out <laughs> my uh, fun little uh, Zodiac page. And it got nothing to do with the shit we got going on here. It's just some a break from all the heavy You got a Zodiac page? Let me find out. Send me that it's damn link. It's called Zodiac in Black. It's just for fun. I'm not an astrologer. It is just for shits and giggles to talk shit about all y'all. Ain't no sign safe. I'm talking shit oh. about all y'all. Oh, I want to see that because I know you goes in. You funny. It's just because so, I know we talk about so much heavy shit. You need something to just kind of break it up. Break the monotony. Bit. Just a little bit. But I y'all go check that. us out. Oh, yes. We're on Twitter too. Uh, I'm packing our shit. Listen, uh, I don't go on Twitter. Listen, well, Fee, you need you. to get you a Twitter account. No, I have one. I, you know how I feel about man, managing different multiple accounts. Now, I'm getting old. I don't have time for that. I got a Twitter right, account. Well, you can get the link off my Twitter page. It's, um, don't laugh. It's called Smacka Karen. That's the handle. You. I cannot or you can just look it up because unpacking our shit is actual in, in the title. So you can look that up either way. Smack a Karen. No chill. Yes. I, I promise you. No chill. None. None. Thank y'all for coming, y'all. That should be all. Listen, we might have to edit that and add that on the screen or something because that was a lot of handles. But find us yeah. somewhere and it'll link you and it'll lead you to other places where we are. Thank mm-hmm. y'all. Thanks, guys. See y'all next Sunday. Bye.